Boomer Esiason, brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody by Shaw's, perfecting the art of fresh by Zooty. Build any app your company needs in one week. Visit Zooty.com for details. Boomer also brought to you by McFarlane Energy. Check out their home heating oil incentives at McFarlaneEnergy.com and by Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros. Boomer joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Good morning, Boomer. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Can I tell you that jacket that you wore yesterday was incredible. I don't know. Is that was that Christmas themed, mm. or uh, when it comes to the colors, or no, no, it's uh, it was a brown and black check, and uh, yeah, I thought it looked pretty good myself. Is that your own thing, or do they give you that? How does that work? No, that's my, uh, well, they, they don't give it to me, but I do have somebody who does supply me with my clothes, yes. Okay, all right, good. Nice. And I appreciate you noticing. That means a lot to me. Yeah, I had nothing going on, actually. It's kind of a boring day yesterday. Patriots oh, weren't okay. playing. No, yes. no Patriots game. But uh, when it comes to the Buffalo Bills, have they been emotionally destroyed? Will they ever come back? That's what I want to know. Yeah, well, I, I, all I can tell you is that Josh Allen is an amazing football player. I mean, they ask him to do so much, it's really unfair. I mean, we were trying to talk about this yesterday, how, yeah, okay, it's Tom Brady is the story in Tampa, and nobody is uh, disputing that, and Tom played like he was 25 years old yesterday. But they do it in bunches with all their players, I mean, Josh Allen, you just feel like when you're watching their team and their game, he has to do everything. I mean, he's got to run with the ball. He ran for over 100 yards yesterday. He's got to throw it. He threw for over 300 yards yesterday. He's like a one-man wrecking crew, but that's, that's not how you win in the NFL. I mean, Lamar Jackson has found that out. Yeah, you can get to the playoffs, and you can, you know, you can make a, maybe a deep run in the playoffs, but ultimately you have to run the ball with other players, mainly your running backs. And Brian Dayball is basically asking his quarterback to, 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 to do her, Herculean work. And you're going to get him hurt eventually if you continue to do that. And that's one of the reasons why Lamar Jackson has been so inconsistent over the last couple of years. You're asking him to do way too much. And I don't think it's really it's, – it's not fair, certainly from my perspective, but that's not how you're going to win in the NFL. But, Boomer, doesn't that surprise you a little bit with jo- knowing Josh uh, – knowing Dayball and kind of like – you look at when they actually do run the football, they they run it decently, but the fact that they didn't have, what, one rushing attempt till basically the end of the first half by a running back, isn't that, like, shocking to know that this is your best player and you haven't put a run game around him? Yeah, that's why I'm being so critical of them, and that's why I've been so critical of them all year long. I mean, initially, if you remember, they were my uh, AFC East pick, they're also my Super Bowl pick. I thought the New England Patriots would make it to the playoffs via uh, the, the wild card kind of scenario, but that has all changed now. And if you watch the two teams and how they play, it, it's obvious that when you are in the Northeast and you want to be a physical, uh, physically dominating team, you have to be able to run the ball effectively. And the fact that they only threw five passes last Monday night speaks directly to that because the running game doesn't get affected by the wind and the cold, unless, of course, your guys can't handle it and they fumble the ball. But um, it, it, it's a tried and true tested scenario for every single team in this league, and that is you have to be more physical and you have to run the ball, and you can't always ask your quarterback to deliver 400-yard games in combined passing and rushing yards. So that's why Buffalo now, all of a sudden, in my eyes, is basically probably going to be a one-and-done if they actually do make the playoffs. And if uh, if they don't make the playoffs, I'm sure that this offseason they will attend 
to trying to figure out how they can run the ball a lot better without Josh Allen involved. Well, one way to deal with the cold is to just bring your own heated benches wherever you go. <laughs> I don't like the Cowboys. I, I, have yeah. you ever, ever seen that before? I, I, I've i never seen that before, and I don't know, maybe the Cowboys thought the heated benches would be bugged or something by Daniel Snyder and the Washington football team. That's how paranoid some of these coaches are. Uh, but, uh, you know, listen, that was a huge win for them because Mike McCarthy, he didn't really guarantee it, but he did say we're going to Washington to win, and then we in the media all run with it and we go crazy with it. But at least his team backed up his statement, and uh, they get a big win, and that's a big loss for Washington because they lost their quarterback, too. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but he obviously is really uh, the guy that's driving you know, that team with his energy and the way that he plays. But it uh, looks like Dallas now has got free uh, free run now at the NFC East and at worst will be the number four seed in the uh, NFC. Speaking of losing quarterbacks, uh, you bring up Lamar Jackson. When you look at that play that he went down with, uh, they're saying sprained ankle. Do you think that this is going to affect them the rest of the season, or do you think that he'll be able to bounce back from that easily? Well, uh, Tyler Huntley actually played pretty damn well. I, I was a little surprised that the Cleveland defense let him do what he did, and the Cleveland offense basically decided to take the second half off. Um, I, Baltimore is not a great team. They're just not. I mean, uh, I think – there's a lot of questions surrounding Lamar Jackson. There's a lot of questions surrounding uh, Baker Mayfield, that whole draft class for that matter, with the exception of Josh Allen. Um, I, I just, you, know, you wonder if you're going to invest, you know, $400 million in, in one of these quarterbacks. I, I don't, I know Cleveland's not going to do that right now. I know they're going to pick up his fifth year option and make him play it next year. And then they can, uh, they can slap a franchise tag on Baker Mayfield. As far as Lamar Jackson, that's a weird one because he's already been an NFL MVP. So you think he's really going to, you know, take the next step and become the next like uh, great passer, but that hasn't materialized. As a matter of fact, I think his passing game has gone the other way, and I think he's lost his confidence. So it's a weird spot for John Harbaugh. He did some weird things yesterday. You know, they, they score a touchdown. They make it 24-15. to 15. If he kicks the extra point, it's 24-16. to 16. They're down by eight. He elects to go for two. They don't make it. Uh, then keeps the game as a as a – Essentially a two-score game, which really did not resonate with me at all. I didn't, I didn't like what he did there, and because you always have to take into account, there's a there's a chance for failure, and it seems like coaches never take that into account when they decide to do something like this. And I think John Harbaugh basically put his team in peril yesterday. What What is your guess, Boomer, at what is going on with Urban Meyer? If you if you believe the report that he delivered this message to his coaching staff, which, you know, short of uh, the way I understand you deal with, with your radio staff, people should not, should, not, uh, should, not, should not refer to themselves as winners and those who work with them as losers. I, I, I mean... It, well, it all depends on who you work with, Greg. Uh, I, I work with a bunch of NARPs up here. So in the NARPian world, they are actually good people and they are winners. Okay. In the athletic world, I consider them, you know... Somewhat gotcha. challenged. I got gotcha. you, but I—I I mean, is—is I, is he going to survive? I mean, I—it's I, just—it's—it's it's nuts to me. I—I I, honestly, I don't think so. I, I really don't. I, my my sense is that there are going to be a couple guys that are going to really have a hard time surviving this. Joe Judge being one of them here at the Giants, too. By the way, I—I uh, I think that uh, you know these owners hear their fans, uh, they hear the players, uh, they see how these guys go about their business, and you know I know Shad Khan personally. And I know that he is going to give uh, Urban Meyer as much room as he possibly needs to try to turn the thing around. And I'm sure Urban Meyer is probably telling him, look, i got to be tough on these guys. The problem with this team 
is that it's lost its toughness and lost its way. And these guys, you know, think that they, you know, this is a, you know, some sort of spa around here. And this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. The problem is he's also doing it to the coaching staff. And that's, and those reports are accurate. And, you know, if you know who Urban is as a coach and the way that he carries himself, you know that it, it's not the easiest thing to be around when the when he's losing. And now he's in midst of one of the worst seasons in Jacksonville history. He's got a rookie quarterback who looks like he's completely in and over his head right now and needs a vacation. Uh, so I, if, if you told me that he was uh, either going to step down or get fired, I, I would not be surprised at all. Boomer, when you look at the AFC, I think the New England Patriots kind of put themselves in a position that they're one of the best teams in the AFC. Who would be your second team, or who would be the team that you'd say, okay, New England fans, here's a team that you can't sleep on. You know, you got to be concerned about this football team because, you know, I thought it was the Buffalo Bills, but after seeing them again uh, yesterday, I'm just not sold like you talked about Baltimore. Who do you think that team is? Wow, look who's come around, Greg. I've been around <laughs> on this team from day one. Front-running bandwagon uh, son of a... I've been around on this team day one. The quarterback is a different story. He's well, fraudulent. I mean, the quarterback's like the biggest part of the story. Oh, okay, yeah, he's a passenger. Uh, yeah. it's oh, he's not a passenger, my ass a passenger. Yeah, thank uh, you. You think it's easy to go out there and play quarterback in the NFL, but I'm just glad you finally have come around, though. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I think Kansas City. Kansas City's the team. Uh, Kansas City finally... The last five weeks, their defense has been great. And one of the reasons their defense has been good, and this usually doesn't happen during the season, uh, an in-season trade happened. And that happened between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Kansas City Chiefs, where the Kansas City Chiefs acquired Melvin Ingram. And once they acquired Melvin Ingram, who in the last five games, I think has averaged about 35 plays per game on the Kansas City defense, they were able to take Chris Jones and move him down to defensive tackle. And he's been a wrecking ball down there. And they have been healthy now. And, you know, they haven't had to score like 30 points. Now, they did yesterday, but they didn't have to score 30 points a game to win the games like they had to do that earlier in the year. What it reminds me a lot of is when Steve Spagnuolo was with the Giants. I think it was the second time where the Giants got off to a horrendous defensive start. I mean, I think they gave up like 80 points in the first two games. And then before you knew it, the, the team got better and better and better and better. And then they won all the way to the Super Bowl. So that's what it feels like to me. So I think Kansas City is the one team that, you know, with their with their quarterback and with their special playmaking abilities will be the one team, I think, that could give the Patriots the, the, the toughest time. Do you think the Patriots should worry about Tua and, and the Dolphins at all with the difference between him playing before the trade deadline and then after? You know, Courtney, I don't know how long you've been around following this, but, you know, those last games against Miami have always right. been a pain in the ass for the New England Patriots <laughs> for whatever reason, no matter who's playing quarterback for them. Uh, and I know Tua has been very, very cautious, and which I appreciate because he's trying not to turn the ball over. And I'm sure that Brian Flores said, "Look, man, our defense is playing really good. We don't, as we don't turn the ball over, we're going to win the game." And I think that's exactly what Josh McDaniels told Mac Jones the other night in Buffalo. Said, so, "Look, man, just we're just going to hand it off. We're not even going to bother throwing it. And as long as we hold on to the ball, the other team eventually will make a mistake, or they'll try." Uh, to do something with their quarterback that these uh, conditions are really going to adversely affect. So I, I, I just think, I know this, that last game in Miami is always going to be tough for New England. For whatever reason, it's just division matchup, teams know each other, uh, and I don't, you know, if Tua makes it to that point, um, I, I, I would think that uh, Bill Belichick will have an unbelievable game plan for him, taking away all those five- and six- and seven-yard completions uh, that he's been kind of making a living on now the last four or five weeks. All right, we'll get you on record before you go. Who do you like Saturday? 
Oof. It's I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I I don't know yet. I don't know. I gotta say I, gotta, <laughs> I, I I'm sorry, Greg. I, I just gotta say I don't know yet. And you know my buddy is the head coach for the Colts, mm-hmm. my college roommate. So I'm probably gonna tend to you know pull for him in this one. Okay. Who by the way, the Colts now are in the wild card because of the Bills and the Bengals losing yesterday. So I think the Colts may be sixth in the AFC, and they 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 they've had a Really weird season, kind of like the Bengals season, where they've had a lot of high-scoring games where they've lost at the end against really good teams. So I know one thing: Frank will be ready, his team will be ready, and I got to see the injury report. I got to make sure everybody's playing for both teams. So okay. we'll see. All right. Well, I'm not going to get to talk to you before Christmas. So on behalf of, well, I guess, really on behalf of just two of us here, mm. Courtney, Courtney, and myself, uh, I would like to thank you so much. For the very thoughtful Christmas gift yes, of the of the <laughs> of the cutting board that you yes sent, uh, yes well you guys so, are welcome and yeah. uh, by the way Jermaine the checks in the mail um, <laughs> I appreciate that because yeah I can't do nothing with a cutting board I, mean, I don't know if you <laughs> did you hear about that no I, what happened now uh, Friday Wiggy was uh, it was not impressed with the cutting board yeah I mean Puma I don't know what you're doing here bro you should I, know me better than that I don't use a cutting board what am well, I gonna do I, with know, that thing maybe, man maybe 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 somebody else in your life does maybe the, the man in headphones? your life or the woman in your life does I'm not sure <laughs> well, my wife my wife you know listen she might use it but I'm to, you're getting a gift for me Puma oh, did you did you I, did you I'm getting a gift for the family <laughs> and and to remind you to read what's on the yeah, read, on, on the cutting board and and take that uh, to sorry. heart and and use it in your life. Uh, listen, every day above ground is a good day, my mother says. I mean, I've never heard a guy. Depends on who's next to you. To, to, <laughs> to be honest with you, I've never, I've never experienced what I experienced Friday, which is somebody getting a gift unsolicited. A gift yeah. with and, multiple uses. And, yes. and complaining all morning about how it's inappropriate mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. I mean, well, I, you know, a, obviously you can tell that he's, you know, he's a privileged man. I so. am a privileged man. I guess so. Come no. on, Boom. I could have used some headphones. I, I, I look like the black Bobby Flay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, listen, it's the thought that counts from my end of it. That's yeah. the way I look oh, at it. And no. your thought doesn't seem like you really think it counts. No. no. <laughs> Sounds like you can cross somebody off the list for next year. Damn right. straight, you're done. You're I'll done be in New me. York. You're I'll dead. be in New York in a couple weeks. I'm gonna come make yeah, a visit. Yeah, look me up. Uh, you won't find me. <laughs> all right, Boomer. Have a great, have a great, great Christmas. All right, thanks, great, guys. Right. Have a great thanks. week. See you guys.